Hey, welcome into another episode of the Three Fever Point After Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Anderson. The other host, Jeff Harper, offensive coordinator of Natchitoches Central, in the house for another uh, our first playoff edition of of the podcast this year. Uh, Coach, obviously, your Chiefs uh, not not in the postseason. Uh, before we kind of get going on all, everything we're looking forward to. Uh, I just give you a chance to, to talk about the year with your team and uh, what you're building down there in Natchitoches. Yeah, I mean, it's year one, and um, we, we we come in in January and we, we start changing the culture. Jess has established really the standard of how things are going to be done. And, um, you know, we, we went through a really good spring and off-season workout program and then had, you know, 120-something kids make it through the summer and, fall camp and you know had had a uh, uh you know excellent fall camp and, and we get into the season and now we're learning we're learning how to play and we're learning how to play uh our style of football and the things that we want to do and uh we're learning you know who we have on the roster and and uh you know what, what we have at the, the freshman and jv level and, and just kind of building it out from there and so you know we we had we had the ups and downs i mean the two and eight season it's really you know a lot of people kind of find it hard to to you know what 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 can we draw from this but you know we had four straight games where we lost uh, you know on, on the last drive uh or at least in the you know uh, had had an opportunity to win it in the fourth quarter two we lost on the last play the last two games before uh before this past week and and then you know we just go into week 10 and and, and don't play well bird plays well they're very difficult to game plan for had had a you know really really bad injury uh on, on the defensive side of the ball in that game it kind of took the wind out of the sails of our guys and um, you know, at, at the end of the day, we're 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 not pleased with what we what we did on the field as far as wins and losses, but building of the program and and changing things, changing the culture, uh, it, it's on the right track. And so, uh, you know, we're 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 steadily you know moving upward, trending upward, and that's kind of the goal is every day just get get a little bit better and and try to uh, narrow down the things that you want to be able to fix in the off season and and then how you want to evaluate what you have uh, coming back and where you're going into the future. And so that's really what we're working on now. Um, and, and looking forward to seeing how uh, teams in our district, uh, you know, fare in the playoffs. We'll be pulling for those guys to do well. Yeah, of course. And obviously you can count me on the list of people that are that are bought in to, to you and Coach Jess and everything you guys are doing down there. I mean, for me, you talked about coaches in our area. It's kind of a dream team. Uh, two of my favorite guys in the area uh, teaming up there and very excited for the future down there with the Chiefs in Natchitoches. Um, I, before we get into the brackets, recap of our pick last week, I finally get a win. Um, I'm two, two and one this week. Uh, I had Haynesville and I had uh, North DeSoto. Um, you had Rustin taking down West Monroe there. Um, I feel like we're going to talk about all of those teams a lot as we get through, so I don't want to spend too much time on those games. I would, I would like to mention North DeSoto, though. Getting that win off of Northwood, I know that their Twitter account uh, tweeted a little uh, gif or jif or whatever you call it of the, the monkey you know, getting <laughs> taken off your back there. Uh, big win for the Griffins as they now head into the postseason. Yeah, and and you know, in in that situation there, I mean, it was, uh, it, I mean, I think it was six straight wins for for Northwood in, in that matchup. Seven straight wins. I mean, that's that's impressive. Uh, at some point, that comes to an end, and and uh, you know, uh, North Dakota's rolling. So, uh, and we talked about that when we made the picks. Uh, but I do like how we, uh, you know, we we talk about. Um, your wins uh, when you win picks, but <laughs> oh, we, we don't talk about, we do not talk about uh, my wins when I pick them right. Uh, it's just acknowledge, well, you win again. Um, <laughs> and so I, you know, I, I appreciate the gut punch there, Alex. Thanks. 
Um, but you were right. Let me let me stop and just praise you for a minute. Uh, you got the Haynesville homer game right. I mean, I, I've just there whiffed on that one. Uh, that was probably the best pick, I thought. Uh, you know, uh, there really was no uh, opportunity for you to take Rustin. You let me pick first. I took Rustin. There was no way I was going to take West Monroe. Uh, and, and then ultimately, uh, you know, the, the Northwood, North Dakota matchup. I think both of us wanted North Dakota in that deal just because yeah. of how well they're playing. Absolutely. But it's really hard not to pick Northwood when they're at home and they've won it seven straight times so um you know exciting exciting week 10 but excited for uh what lies before us and picking you know who's gonna who's gonna be uh you know uh, playing in the following weeks to come it's the best time of the year yeah and and um you know it's old news when you win coach it's surprising when i win so we got to talk about it a little more it gets the people uh, riled up um i would issue an apology there for our listeners i i know my mic is live the entire time so if you hear me make any sudden movements i am uh, right here at my feet i'm watching the buffalo sabers and they just scored so i was doing a little fist pump there i don't know if that came across <laughs> over the air so uh, one-to-one over Carolina there. I know everyone's very invested in that. Okay, so I guess we'll just go through the brackets. You know, looking at it, it's so different now. I mean, you go back to a few years ago when there was like 12 of them, and it just seemed like everyone is in. Um, certainly not the case now. Um, starting with Division One, non-select, Rustin and Airline on buys. The only two local teams we have playing this Friday night are Benton and Parkway, both on the road. I know for Parkway, uh, disappointing uh, way to end that season, not get that home playoff game there. Um, look, Benton's got a tough test at Walker, Parkway at Bell Chase. Um, which one, if, if either, uh, do you think has a better chance of keeping their season going here? I think both of them do. Uh, one thing about Parkway is they're a little banged up on defense. I know they had some guys go out with injuries. Um, and the reason I know that is my daughter decided to have a, uh, a cookout at our house Friday. I mean, Saturday for the LSU-Alabama game. <laughs> In walks uh, the running back, and in walks uh, KB, the quarterback, and in walks Aaron uh, Burrell. And the next thing you know, here's Camaro Mayo, and uh, then Grandin, <laughs> number 29, one of the defensive guys, and then Ashton Jackson. I'm like, and, and I'm wearing Central stuff. It's like, what is happening right now? They kind of gave me the, the breakdown of what was going on. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, like, uh, I know that they would have loved to have a playoff game, um, but them, them dropping that game probably – uh, gave them a, a a better matchup, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. they, they've got a very winnable game on the road. Um, you know, if they can get everybody back and healthy and, 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 you know, their run game will travel. We know defense and run game travels uh, in the postseason. They've got great special teams. So, uh, you know, I think that their matchup, uh, they fare well on that one. And, and then Benton can, Benton can go on the road and they can score with anybody. Uh, so I, I think that both teams uh, have opportunities to win this week. Now, if you're a team like Airline, uh, or really Rustin would, would be more, um, uh, uh, I don't know what the word is. It would make more sense to ask this question for Rustin. There you go. Whew, been a long day. Um, you know, Rustin is <laughs> red hot right now. Um, do you? I know obviously the benefit of a bye week is to get healthy and all that stuff, but is there a little, you think, maybe concern of a team that is so hot to, to have that week off, maybe disrupting that, maybe having to ramp it back up a week later? Is that a real thing, or is it something that we just kind of make up as fans? No, I think that there's a lot of merit to, uh, you know, in 2016, when I was at Loyola, uh, we we lost a week 10 game to uh, Mansfield on a on a last second throw in the back of the end zone. Early in the game, when Jacob Allen goes out with a shoulder injury, our 1,800-yard All-State rusher, uh, Ethan Stancil, goes out with a knee injury, uh, and, and we dropped that game 34-28, and we were undefeated uh, and just beat Shreve the week before. Um, and we got a buy because we were the two seed. 
Uh, and then we, you know, sitting there and Jeter's like, man, I mean, we have a week where we're not playing and then we're going to be hosting most likely you lab, uh, at Mesmer. And so there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of anxiety going into that because, you know, we had the injuries, we came back, we almost won it late. Uh, and, and then, you know, we had a week off before we could play again. That was tough. Uh, I think with Rustin winning a close game, um, on the road at West Monroe, it's, it's different. It sets up different for them. Um, and some of these other teams that they're sitting back, you know, Shreve, uh, they're sitting. They're going to be sitting home this week too, uh, and and they, uh, you know, they had a they had a they had a big big win at Halton. So, uh, you know, it, it's it cuts both ways. Yes, there's a lot of uh, anxiety that goes into it if you don't play well, uh, but there is also a lot of relief if you do, um, you know, have some injuries and people that are banged up, and you know that you got a very manageable second round game that you're hosting. And now that the the playoffs set up the way they do, if you if you're one of those you know top four seeds, you play every game at home. So, uh, you know. There is, there's a lot of merit to both sides, but I would, I would say in, in the likelihood of somebody like a West Monroe that, that goes on, I mean, a Rustin goes on the road, beats West Monroe week 10, uh, and, they, and they come back and they win that thing and they win it on the road. Now they get healthy, they get to relax a little bit and um, you know, you know, study their opponents, people they, were, they could possibly play, uh, and then get an extra week of preparation. So um, I don't think there's anything wrong or anything bad with getting a bye, unless it's a situation similar to what I just described with us in 2016. I've been around for a long time. I distinctively remember that when you said Ethan Stansel, it popped my whole my memory right back. I remember that that whole ordeal. But obviously, didn't know you at that point, so I didn't know you were you were there on the staff that year. But I, I remember that actually pretty well. Uh, that that was a uh, that was a crazy year there for the Flyers. Um, we're going to talk obviously a lot more about airline next week when we know who they'll be playing. But man, I tell you, sitting at four right now, I, I mean. You, you got to think the Vikings love where they're at, and you know they're itching to get back on the uh, field in the playoffs after what happened a year ago. No, no doubt. I mean, you know, uh, Coach Dunn mentioned, uh, you know, l last week when they got the win, it was like that monkey was off their back. You know, they beat Northwood. They won the district. Uh, I, I think that in the back of Scoggins' mind and his team's mind, they want to get on the field and keep this thing rolling. I mean, they're, they, they're, they're hitting on all cylinders, playing very well. Uh, and, and really, you know, only one game where it just didn't it didn't go their way, uh, and they they have bounced back in in, in a big way. So uh, I think that uh, you know the time time off will, will let them get some of their guys back, get her banged up, and uh, you know clean some things up that they want to work on and and prep for the next opponent. But yeah, I I, I do believe that in the back of their mind they they want to get on the field and keep this thing rolling. For sure, and obviously we mentioned Benton at Walker. Uh, a tough matchup for the Tigers, but a Tiger team that has really improved as they've gotten through the uh, end of the year here. Yeah, no question. I mean, they, they're, playing, they're playing well in, in every phase of the game. And so, you know, Reynolds, Reynolds is, is one of the best guys in our area, and I don't think he gets enough credit as a head coach. Terrence Smith is a great uh, play caller and offensive guy and, uh, uh, you know, has done a really good job getting these guys to play well. Um, and then at the same time, you look over there, Coach Baswell, you know, coming over from Shreve, first year D.C. at Benton, has got the defense playing well. So, and their scheme is tough. I mean, you, if, you, if, you, if you're not used to seeing a three-safety look, it, it can cause some problems. And so, uh, you know, Walker's got, uh, got their hands full, and uh, they shouldn't relax just because you look at Benton's schedule and they may not be 8-2 and two or 7-3. and three. Uh, you, 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 better, you better have an answer for uh, uh, Manning out of the backfield because he can really play. And, and if you don't if you don't respect the pass game and the tempo, uh, Benton can get on you quick. So uh, you know that's going to be. And look, Benton Benton gets a huge win against Parkway, Week Ten at home. You know they they got it rolling. So 
Uh, this is this was a, this is a big one for them, and I know they want it because in the back of their mind they remember last year yep. where they were just seconds away, really, literally second a second away, away <laughs> uh, a second away from being in the quarterfinals. And so, um, you know, we had that conversation last week. I'm not going to bring that back up, but yeah, they're ready to roll. Yeah, I kind of took the words out of my mouth right there. Obviously, they are excited to get to this point. Uh, we go to the Division Two non-select bracket, and we only have two local teams in it. It's Minden at, at uh, 28. They're going to West Feliciana and North DeSoto, the top seed, no surprise there, uh, getting a bye week. We did kind of mention them. You know, Minden, uh, look, they've had a tough year. They, they won that game uh, that they needed to win last week to, to, to get in that playoff spot. But, I mean, you're on the road against the five seed. Not a place uh, many teams want to be. Probably not, but they've got uh, they've got one of the best players in the area, um, and uh, you know I look it, teams just need to make the playoffs, and then the season resets, and it's a one game season every week, uh, and so you know you just that would be cool to see uh, you know a team like Menden who's got it was in a lot of games this year and, and they just didn't go their way, um, you know being on the other end of that uh, I know how it feels. Um, you just never know. Uh, and so they get the opportunity to jump in and, and be in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, don't, I wouldn't count anybody out. Don't look at the record. You know, you never know what's going to happen. And when you got some of the guys that Menden has, some of the talent they have, number five seed or not, if you overlook them, they can beat you. So don't be surprised if that thing is very competitive. Yeah, absolutely. We see it all the time. I mean, you, you know, you, we've already talked about it, but Houghton last year. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, it can just, it can just turn on you right there in a second. Obviously, uh, I – I don't think anyone is is pick is is not picking North DeSoto to at least have a strong chance of making it back to New Orleans. Yeah, I mean my money's on North DeSoto. Yeah, uh, they 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 are tough. They're they're very tough. Good on defense, great on offense, uh, and and it's one of those deals where I, I could say great on offense just because I've seen more of what they do offensively. I have not really got a chance to pay attention to their defense, but they can play defense. They do a very good job. So. Uh, you know the tempo is, is killer. They got they got a two-headed monster out of the backfield. Delafield can sling it. Uh, they got receivers. I think three or four of them. So uh, Cole Corey's you know one of the best in the state. Uh, and then you know you had the the top highlight. I think yeah. Landry Wyatt. Yep. Uh, you know you know those guys can really play. So uh, they're they're going to be the team. In my opinion, they're the team to beat for a. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you there 100. I mean they've proven. And the only team they lost to was Airline, and that was close to the uh, first game of the year. So, yeah, North DeSoto certainly a uh, favorite here. So, okay, Division Three non-select. We have three teams in the mix. Uh, the top seed, what do you know? It's Manny. Um, there's six hosting Springfield. Uh, we actually had a couple, uh, Jeremiah James and, and Tylen Singleton. We had some of their comments last week on a Thursday night, and, you know, their message was clear. Hey, you know, we're, we're still Manny. We still have all this talent, and we still plan to, to be in New Orleans. And, look, based on what I've seen from them over the past few weeks, I, I believe they can get right back. Yeah, well, they, the Jeremiah James kid's legit, and uh, Tylen Singleton's five-star. You know, going to LSU, um, arguably the best, you know, uh, prospect in his class in our state. So, uh, you know, you have to you have to watch out for anything that they do, whoever they're playing. Uh, you know, I know that they they probably would like to have a bye, but um, you know, it, regardless, they get a home game and they get the opportunity to play somebody they can they can uh, they, they can get a good look at and prepare for. Uh, you know, for for uh, you know upcoming games that they they plan on playing in. Uh, but they don't need to overlook this team that they're playing. And at the same time, uh, it gives them the opportunity to go out there and work some things out, um, you know, for this stretch run that they want to get on. And here's the thing. If they put Singleton in the backfield and do the Wildcat stuff, you're not stopping. 
Yep. I and mean, he is. You know, I've seen some cut up of it, cut ups of it, and and he just is, it looks like a man child with a yep. ball in his hands. And that's what it was like dealing with uh, you know Tackett exactly. last year. I mean, that's a that was a cyborg at quarterback. Like he's <laughs> just a freak, uh, and nobody stopped him. I mean, he was yep. stiff arming dudes from Union Parish last year in the dome. Uh, he was just you know it was fun to watch. And so this Manny bunch is you know teams that that haven't done their homework or really paid attention. It's not, it's not the same scheme on both sides of the ball. Uh, and so you, you're going to get, you're going to have to prepare for them differently. Oh, and you better have a plan for, for, uh, uh, for Tylen because he's a problem. And Jeremiah James is one of the best running backs in, in the state. So that, that team is going to be a force to be reckoned with, whether they're the one seed or the six seed doesn't matter. Yep, I agree with you uh, 100%. I'll tell you an interesting team in this bracket for me, and we, you know, they, they play in a brutal district uh, over in the Monroe area, is Northwebster. 14-19 matchup. They're hosting Patterson. Uh, first, big for them to, to have a home playoff game here. But, man, they have some playmakers. Uh, you you got to love Coach Ware up there. Um, I think this is a team, I, I think this, you know, 14-19 matchup is great for them. And then they, if they do win that, they would have St. James off a of bye, which obviously is tough on the road there. But, man, I like this night team. Uh, uh, my friend Aaron Dietrich over there in Monroe, a great guy at KNOE, should check him out. He kind of said the same thing after watching North Webster a few games this year. He's like, man, this is a, a scrappy bunch. And, again, that district they play in is brutal. Oh, no question. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, it's a brutal district. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're – they're going to be tough to be like coach Ware's teams. I can just remember when we were in the same district with them at Loyola, uh, they, they were great on defense. They were tough and hard nosed football players, uh, take a lot of pride in, in, in wearing the, the purple and black. And so, uh, you know, but they're going to be a tough opponent for whoever they play. I don't know much about Patterson. I do know that Patterson's had dudes in the past. I know they were good, uh, you know, the last few years. Um, but you know, North Webster's got lots of, athletes every year they've got athletes but here's the other thing they have they have those strong mean country dudes up That's there. It. <laughs> i mean they just do uh they they are they're they're the old school football players and they will come in there and they will just freaking rock your world so uh they like to hit they're not finesse at all they're gonna pop you uh they play what you know really good defense and uh, they got plenty of talent and skill guys so uh, I hope that they, I hope they can put it together and win one this week, and then let's see what happens with St. James next week. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, it's always, it's always the show's always better with Northwestern. The show's definitely better if you get Coach Ware on there. He is, uh, he is, he is quite oh, yeah. the guy. He had a, he had a small stint on Twitter. I don't know if you remember this. About a year ago, he said, "I'm going to do Twitter," and that lasted about a week. But it was a, what a week <laughs> it was. Um, and finally, in this bracket, uh, Red River 26 on the road at Pine, a seven seed there. Um, Red River struggled early. Um, kind of found their stride as they got in the district play. Obviously, the Manny game was tough for them, as it is for a lot of teams. Um, but they, like we, like you said earlier, you know, look, it's what happens in these playoff matchups. A team can sneak up on somebody. You know a lot about that program. I mean, you were there last year. Uh, thoughts on Red River heading into the postseason? Well, I, ho I hope I hope they do well. I know that uh, you know, like like we've said, and I've said over and over and over again, they have they have a you know really salty defense and. Um, I, you know, Coach Anding does a really good job with those guys, uh, and and then you know, Coach Keller's got 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 the wing T rolling, and they they can run the football, uh, and they can possess it, and they can eat up clock, and they can stay ahead of the chains, and uh, you know that that's the one thing that they would like to do. Um, you know, if they go on the road, they want to keep the ball from the other team, uh, they want to flip the field position, they want to force the other team to go, you know, eighty yards uh, to score, and at the same time try to uh, try to put points on the board, and so. You know, I, I hope Malik Smith, my, my one of my former quarterbacks, 
you know, I, I hope that he uh, can get out there and, and, and spin the ball around. They got plenty of young talent. Got to remember too, uh, we had we had 26, 25 seniors last year um, at a two-way school, um, and so they, they've wow. graduated nearly everybody off the offense. And uh, you know, a lot of the defense is back, but those guys have been starting since they were sophomores. New 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 coaches come in, move them around, got them in the right spots, uh, and now they're trying to get it rolling. And so. Um, you know, if they can get down there and get a lead and, and not turn the ball over and play well, ball security, uh, you know, the, the things that they like to do on defense causes problems. You know, Reginald Prelo, Reggie Prelo is one of the one of those dudes that uh, play defensive end for us. He's a stud. Chris Carper, uh, you know, they've got they've got some, uh, they got, you know, Terrell Gary's one of those guys. They've got some dudes that can really play. Uh, and so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you know, they go down there and they give Pine all they want and pull out uh, the upset of the two-way bracket. That'd be awesome. I'm right there with you. Um, now let's get to one of my personal favorite brackets because of a potential matchup in the semifinals. I, gosh, I hope we can get there. Division four non-select. You got one, Logansport. You got four, Haynesville. Who could forget that classic state championship game mm. they played so many years ago? They both look so good right now. Um, it's almost like the bracket's begging for them to meet up here in the semifinals. Um, both off, off of buys, obviously, but both teams that would not surprise anyone if they won the whole thing here. No, not at all. And, and after what uh, Hainesville did last week, you know, I, I have them in the conversation there at the very end. That would be awesome. I do know that after having a lead in 2016 and losing it there in the second half yep. uh, to our boy Reagan Smith when he was the OC there. <laughs> there we go. Or, um, you know, I've, I've heard that story plenty of times. And, and watched that game uh, on, uh, on TV. I think it was uh, – Cox Sports, uh, whatever they were showing the mm -hmm. all the the dome games. I watched that game and was just blown away with the second half. And so, that would be epic if they got <laughs> to run it back. Uh, man, it'd be awesome. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it sets up that way. And I think Tatum Everett could probably re recall this uh, the same way. I'll never forget texting her after the first half, and I said, "I'm sending first half highlights." It should be all you need. I'll get post game after. And then I just said, like midway through the third quarter, never mind. Like replied to that message, never mind. And she had no idea what was going on. And then I and then I tweet that Logan's part one, and my phone's going nuts. She's like, What do you mean they won? I'm like, Just wait, just wait. These are going to be about three and a half minute long highlights, and they were, but they were totally worth it. So yeah, both on buys. Uh, you know, I I can't tell you which one of these is going to come out on top if they get to that point. I mean, what a game. They're already talking about it on the Friday Football Facebook page. Anytime I post something about Logansport, the Haynesville people are in there. Post something about Haynesville, the Logansport people are in there. So very passionate fans there. Um, we also have Homer in this bracket. At, they're the seventh seed going to Del High or hosting Del High. Um, I mean, Homer is another team that, you know, didn't love their result in the Cleveland Parish Super Bowl. But look, their season, they know what it takes to get there. That's a team that could sneak up on a lot of, a lot of squads late in this bracket. Yeah, no question. They got they've got the uh, they've got the talent and, and they've they've been there. They're battle tested. You know, they've made those mistakes. Teams that uh, that are hard to beat in the playoffs are those that uh, may have lost late, figured it out, made some adjustments, and got it rolling. So, uh, don't sleep on on Homer. Don't do it. For sure, uh, Lakeview, our other team in this bracket, 27 seed. Uh, they'll be at Mangum. But let's go to the uh, let's go to the select side now. Got a lot of papers here, Coach. Uh, Division one <laughs> select. Talking about local teams meeting, right? Captain Shreve, number two, they're off. They could very well host Northwood next week. That is if Northwood can beat Rummel at home. 
Yeah, I mean that's a that's a tough draw, but I, I you know I don't know what Rummel has. I know that we're going off the name, uh, right. and and you know that's the one thing that 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 uh, Northwood's not, not going to care about is uh, you know what a team has done in the past. Uh, they're they're going to deal specifically with what they're playing this week, and uh, I don't think they get real intimidated. Remember last year, I think they were on the road uh, in the playoffs. I, I can't remember if it was road or if it was. Not sure. I mean, me and Mason, he's told me a couple stories of different games, but they were in the ball game. Uh, and I believe it was, was it Brother Martin that they were playing? Yeah, I think it was uh, at home, actually. It, it, I think it was. Because they won district, I, so they I, were. I, I, yeah, I, I can't remember who the actual team was, but it was a Catholic school. I, right. I do believe I believe that. it was Brother Martin. Uh, and they were in that game and had opportunities. Uh, and, you know, people were kind of blown away. Like, oh, man, I mean. Northwood can play, man. Those guys can play, and uh, you know, Coach Brown and his guys—they do—they do a really good job of coaching their kids up and preparing them for every opponent, week in and week out. They're really tough on defense, uh, and they, you know, that uh, they—they just can get after you. And so, um, they're not a team that sits back and and you know frets about who they're playing. Just hey, put the ball down, let's go. So, uh, don't be surprised if if we do get a a, a Shreve Northwood matchup. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And, and as for the Gators, obviously, uh, we're going to talk way more about them when we get into next week, regardless of who their opponent will be. But look, you know, that Houghton game, uh, the Bucks came out. I was there for the first half. They scored on the opening drive. It kind of looked like it would be one of those games. And then it was just not because of Courtney Beaner and Jamarla Otis. And that just seems to be the recipe for this team. It's worked week in and week out, uh, I guess, for the past 10, 9, 10 weeks it's worked. Um, I, I, I love the Shreve team, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, favorable seating here at two obviously this bracket is is as tough as they can as they can be but Shreve is hot and, and you mentioned two things they do well defense and run game uh, that is their bread yep. and butter and they're good on special teams and yep. so you're you're you really don't have an advantage um you know unless you're really really good at stopping the run uh if you can stop the run and and you can possess the ball um you you're, you can you can beat Shreve if you can't um, it's going to be a long night. So uh, Shreve's, you know, got the opportunity to sit back and, and look at their two potential opponents uh, and, and study film on them and come up with tendencies and get a lot of game planning in. And in the back of their mind, you know, they, they you know, think they may be playing one team or the other. They're going to prepare for both uh, and get their kids ready, watch a little bit of film, and then, um, and then you know, ready to go the following week. So um, the, I think this, this bye week will be, will be good for them. Um, you know, get over those bumps and bruises and get some guys healthy at the same time, get their minds right, um, you know, for whoever they're going to play. So they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, it just people need to be prepared. Uh, Shreve is, is, is really good, and I know that they want to, uh, they want to keep this thing rolling. So um, watch out. They, they're, they're going to be a problem, and they're going to be hard to get out. And how poetic would it be, Coach, on the year of Lee Hedges passing that they could make it back, you know, to that that place only he's taken them to? Um, that would just be yeah. what a story. Uh, but a lot of wins uh, before we can get to that point. But I know a lot of folks, a lot of Gator fans are very fired up. Two more teams left in this bracket. Uh, we'll start with Bird. Uh, they're on the road at Jesuit, the 16-17 matchup. You never know. Uh, you, This is a team you just got a firsthand look at. Their kicker, Abram Murray, is our player of the week going to Miami. Um, what do you think, man? Uh, Bird on the road. I mean, it's look by the jacket standards, they would tell you it's been a tough year. Um, but hey, a, a chance to get a playoff win here Friday night. Yeah, don't don't sleep on Bird. They they 
they are getting things worked out and they're getting hot at the right time. I mean, they played, uh, you know, a great game against us. And we felt like we had a really good game plan going into it. Uh, you know, we had some busted, busted assignments on defense. Uh, but they force you to play assignment sound football, um, you know, every single snap. And, and they're going to throw a bunch of different formations at you. Uh, you know, they're going to use different motions. They're going to use all kinds of shifts. They've got all kinds of stuff. And, and then they're going to force you to, to, to defend that dive, the, the QB, and the pitch every single snap. And then defensively, coaches, Coach Ballou has got the defense playing really well. Uh, now, I don't know why, you know, um, what, what, what their struggles may have been earlier in the year. Uh, I know they had some, some issues with some injuries and they had some guys, personnel problems in the secondary. They seem to have those things worked out because they caused problems for us Friday night. And, and we, we had the things that we wanted and they made it very difficult for us to move the ball. I mean, our, our running back was averaging a little over 140 yards every every night, every Friday night, start a district that, that he went out there. And he ran the ball really well against some good defenses in our district. And I think he pulled up with maybe 52 yards rushing on the night. Uh, and so they, they shut the run game down and then really forced us to throw it, brought lots of pressure, uh, you know, simulated pressures. They weren't just bringing the gas, uh, but they were forcing, forcing Owen into throws that he didn't really want to make made windows and zones very, very small and hard to fit the ball into, changed pre-snap alignment. So you, you, you thought you had one thing and then you didn't. Uh, they rotated into trips, uh, which we knew they were going to do, but those windows were really tight. And so, uh, you know, they, they're playing well and they're very good on special teams. I mean, uh, Murray's, you know, arguably one of the best kickers in, in the country. We're not talking about the state. We're talking about the country. Uh, and so you got him and Aaron Burrell in the same district. You're talking one and two in the, in the nation. So. Right. Uh, they're 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 very difficult to game plan for, and if one kid decides to do his own thing on defense, they will torch you. Yep. Uh, and that is why you know Jess just went nuts, and you know Tyler Hassel, <laughs> our defensive coordinator. These guys are they're they're defensive dudes. Like they and all week uh, they were like, man, you cannot you cannot do this. You have to do this, and just walking our guys through it. And so I can imagine what that what's happening. You know, uh, with 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 the opponents of that they're getting ready to play Bird, uh, because it's we were in those meetings and we we were having those conversations and we told them if you don't do this, it's going to be going to be bad, right? Uh, don't test us on it. And you know, you look up and you're down twenty-eight-seven. Yeah. Uh, Bird can ball control you to death. They can they can make it very difficult on you on offense. And uh, if they can get the lead and they can chew that clock, they can flip the field with special teams. They can go on the road. It doesn't matter who they're playing. They can beat them. So uh, just a few years ago, a few years back, they beat John Curtis right there yeah. at Lee Hedges. They did. Uh, so this is this is a team that can really, really play, uh, and they're very hard to, to, to game plan for. So um, get ready, man. Bird, uh, Bird's a team that I really – I hope that they can keep it going because the, they have overcome some things this year, and they, they look really, really good right now. Yeah, I mean, Coach Blue told us at the beginning of the year they would be a much different team at this point than they were, uh, you know, uh, from week one. So, um, true to his word at this point, you know, uh, look, 17-16 winnable. I mean, that's that's a toss-up that's a toss-up game right there. Um, got a long road trip at Jesuit, but we hope they come back with a win. Then they would go to one Holy Cross, but that's that's future us problem. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Huntington, man. My Raiders, I – Anytime I pick Huntington, it's just from the heart. I love Coach Dennis. I love these kids. I mean, you go out to their practice, it's so much fun. Um, but, hey, home playoff game against Woodlawn out of Baton Rouge. I know nothing about Woodlawn, Baton Rouge, but I'm all over the Raiders. Well, this is a good year to catch them because uh, 
you know, their quarterback that was one of the best in the country, um, he is at LSU. So uh, they, they've they've gotten, um, you know, some of that talent has moved on. And so uh, this is a, a good matchup for, for Huntington and for it being a home game uh, coming off of, uh, you know, a really a really good season they they this is a good matchup for them so i think that uh you know they're, they're really good on defense and and uh you know they they can they can make your life miserable and they've got athletes everywhere i mean caleb tucker is one of the best guys uh in in the area that people should be talking about as a wide receiver um you know they, they've got they've got lots of weapons so watch out for your, your raiders man they they are uh they're going to be they're going to be a tough tough opponent in the playoffs and the longer their season goes on, the more we can get Coach Dennis on the show, and that's a win for everyone involved there. So certainly pulling for the Raiders. Division two select. That's where we'll go next. Where, I mean, I don't know. Evangel, the only team hosting a game as a 12 seed. I feel like Evangel is a very, very frightening 12 seed for anybody going up against them. Yeah, they're not a 12 seed. They may be a 12 seed on that bracket on that sheet of paper. They're not a 12 seed. Right. Uh, and I'm sure Coach Duran sitting there going, "Yeah, uh, <laughs> bring it, sure. bring it. You come on, come on over here uh, to the Little League. Uh, they they're going to be <laughs> they're going to be a handful for anybody that has to go against them. And then you know the the Fulgen boys can play. Uh, they they've got they've got that thing figured out on offense. They're playing really well defensively. They're sound. So uh, they've got lots of dudes. Um, they're going to be they're going to be a, a team that I would not want to." sleep on if you're looking at that bracket going oh 12 you know look at their record but hey they they played some they played some freaking juggernauts I right mean, neville is one of those teams that they that they lost to and i believe that they had a chance they went for the win right uh, you know north right. dakota you know we're talking about we're talking about big time games and then you know that huntington game has just become a rivalry game i know uh and it, it's 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 uh staggering to to see how that thing is as has played out but you know, it, at the end of the day, man, if, if they're healthy and, and, and they're rock and roll and they're going to be they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, they host Bel Air uh, 21 seed. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm all over the Eagles here in, in the first round. And, and then they would go to Archbishop Shaw, which would be a tough one. But again, I, and they've got another guy, too. We talk about the Fulgham brothers all the time, but it's, I think his name's Tyreek Robinson. Perhaps I maybe I'm uh, missing on the name. Uh, he wears number one. I do know that um, he's been unbelievable these past few weeks. So. They've got weapons. We know what uh, Gabe Relaford can do on that defensive side. I love, love, love Evangel in this bracket. Um, two more teams, both going on the road, 23 Woodlawn, 24 Booker T. Washington. Um, I know that, that you have been, uh, you've really uh, liked Woodlawn this year, Isaiah Kennedy and that crew. Um, for either of these teams, what does it take to, to, to go on the road and, and upset in a team here in the playoffs? Well, I mean, preparation number one, getting getting your guys, uh, you know, to execute the game plan. I mean, these are all coaching points, coach talk points, whatever. Uh, if your guys believe they can win and they get off the bus with the desire to win and, and belief they can do it and they can go out there and they can, um, you know, uh, overcome those first few minutes where it's just, you know, uh, you, you kind of you gotta you gotta deal with the onslaught of the emotions and the swings and back and forth and a in a, in a playoff game, if they can overcome that and not turn the ball over and play really well on defense, both teams can go beat anybody. So they've got the athletes, they've got the scheme, they've got the, they got the coaches. They just got to go out and do it. Um, and Woodlawn's one of those teams where I said at the very beginning of the year, 
Um, they've got the pieces, and they've got uh, they got some guys that can really go, uh, and they're well coached. Um, and same thing with Booker T. So I'm I'm pulling for both of them, especially yeah. for Isaiah, just because uh, he's he's a kid that has uh, worked hard to get to this, and uh, you know he played so well against us, and has just you know continued to you know play really well all season. I'm I'm pulling for for both teams. I really want to see him be able to get that big playoff win. Oh, absolutely. Same here. Best part about this time of year for us uh, is that we can be uh, we can be biased now. We can root for our teams from in the most most of these matchups. It's it's tough, you know, when you got Shreve and Airline playing this huge game and it's like, I don't know, I want them both to win because they're both nice to me and, you know, we love to cover them. So uh, it, it is <laughs> it is good to be able to kind of pick a side here and be like, yes, let's go Woodlands, go Booker T. Washington. Um, OK, Division three select. Is St. Charles just like the greatest team of all time? Because how in the world is Calvary a two seed in this bracket? I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't. We gotta get Hunter I mean, Bauer on the phone. Figure this out. First of all, how how do you how are you a two seed when you beat two five A's? Yep. You didn't beat them. Like you destroyed them. Yep. Uh, and you turn around and you beat. Um, Westgate, uh, you know, it, it, they beat Wasman. Yeah. I mean, then they run through their district, and uh, I mean, it is what it is. Yep. St. Charles is very good, but this is not a team. Uh, this isn't the Calvary team that they had last year. I mean, they're they're primed. They're they're ready to go. Uh, Wardell, arguably, uh, you know, top two, three quarterback in the state. Uh, and he deserves a recognition. Uh, I mean, the kid's completing 80 plus percent of his passes. Yep. Uh, you know, just under 3,000 yards, over 30 touchdowns. You know, they've got four receivers that all have very similar stats because he spreads the ball around. The, the running backs catch the ball out of the backfield. The Simon kid is really good out of the backfield. And you got Julius Moss that you put in there. I mean, it's like pick your poison. Oh, by the way, they're incredible on defense too. So, um, it, you know, hey, it's cool. They don't have to carry the weight of being that that number one seed. Uh, St. Charles better not slip up though, um, because you don't want to play Calvary, um, you know, at home. Nope. Um, and Calvary's not a team that you want to go into Shreveport and have to beat. Uh, and uh, and they can run the ball, they can throw it with the best of them, and they play really good defense. And so, um, you know, I, I I'm hoping and 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 looking forward to with great expectations what Calvary's going to do. Um, they are going to be fun to watch, just like they are week in and week out. But now that that that, that field is getting smaller and those matchups begin to come, like they are, uh, they're in a position to where they can really make some statements. And they're they're not going to have an easy path. I mean, there's not going to be a pushover game in that uh, in that select bracket. So, um, you know, St. Charles is good. I mean, it, they are they are really really good. Uh, but so is Calvary. And uh, anybody that sleeps on them is going to be. They're going to be in for a shock, uh, a world of hurt. I know that up here in North Louisiana, we 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 we're mindful of our favorites, <laughs> just like anything south of Alexandria. Right. Like, is the only football that's ever played. You know, yep. no one plays football up here. Everybody plays football <laughs> down there, and that's how it is. Uh, please, please make that mistake. Yep. Make that mistake with Calvary. Make that Absolutely. mistake with Logansport. Make that mistake with any of our teams. Um, they're going to come in, and they're going to. Uh, ruin your season and, yep. and this is a team that could do that so um watch out for the calvary cavaliers two seed or not watch out same thing with evangel at 12. please make that mistake that's not smart 
Um, you know, Roy Lang uh, with the Advocate uh, here in town had a good post the other day uh, about our top area teams, and you look at all their records. Uh, you know, it was they all most of them have one loss where there would be you know airline beating North DeSoto, um, Captain Shreve then beating airline, uh, Calvary beat all of them. So that that's the crazy <laughs> part about this that yeah. like Calvary yeah. just and not like they didn't squeak by them they smoked everyone so um, interesting. had the starters out in the third quarter had the starters out in the third quarter yeah uh, starters didn't even play into the second half very long and that's not a slap at, at, at yeah, Calvary I mean at, at 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 Bird or Shreve that's just how good they are uh, and they could have continued to leave their starters in there and just run the score they didn't do that um, and so. Calvary's, they are, they are really, really good. And, uh, and they're sitting there primed to make a deep, deep run. And they're mindful of what happened at Dunham last year. Yeah. Uh, it's in the back of their mind. Had the lead, you know, things didn't go well. And, and then all of a sudden, they, you know, they just, uh, they, they, they got out of their rhythm in, in, in the, all three phases of the game. And what Dunham does on offense is very similar to what North DeSoto does. Tempo, uh, vertical run game, you know, downhill, and then they're going to take their shots. And they've got uh, – the Jack Como kid in the slot that's really good. So, uh, you know, that, that team is, is one that knocked them off last year, who they could be playing in the playoffs soon uh, if that's up in the bracket. Yep. So, oh, boy, watch out. That would be, uh, that would be a rematch. that I, I will be in the stands to see that if that game happens. Absolutely, and then you can come here and talk to us about it after the game. That would be great. Um, so, yes, obviously Calvary – I, I think everyone everyone around here is picking them to go all the way. That's not a question there. Um, the, now, toward the top of this bracket, where St. Charles is, it is interesting because there's, there's a little cluster of local teams. Darbonne Woods, they have the bye week. Um, but you have Green Oaks going to Notre Dame. Uh, Green Oaks, they've shown flashes here. Um, Delarius Marshall, extremely talented there for the Giants. It just always, uh, it's always a tough ask to get, to get on the road here. Yeah, and you know, uh, I, congratulations! They, 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 you know, they've gotten that uh, you know playoff spot. They're in the dance. Oh yeah, you're gonna go to Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, awesome, they're good. Uh, but hey, at the end of the day, you pay, you, you put the ball down, you play the game. So anything can happen. I don't want to take away from their opportunities or their chances. I've seen a little bit of their film this year, just because uh, I, you know we had you know a couple opponents that were similar. Um, haven't seen anything on Notre Dame. It, you, you, you know, you can't just go by the name. You know, at the end of the day, you can't go by what they've done in the past. Even though, like, uh, you know, people get scared when they see that uh, that little E on the side of the banjo <laughs> helmet in the back of their mind. They they think of all the you know the state championships and the national title and all the the guys that that came out of there went D one and played in the NFL. At the end of the day, there is that intimidation factor, and it is what it is. Uh, but you know, I don't I don't think anybody from Green Oaks is going to get on the bus and uh, be scared to make a trip down to play a football game. They've got athletes. they got dudes that will get after you uh, and, and you know, put the ball down. We want to play. So, at the end of the day, I, I fully expect that they're going to go out there and give it everything they got, regardless of who they're playing, and you never know. That's why you yep. play the game. That's it, man. And then uh, one last team in this bracket, obviously, uh, your Flyers, Loyola, 16, hosting Ascension. Um, they've kind of been up and down this year. Um, Obviously, uh, I'd love to love to see him have a shot at uh, St. Charles. Maybe they could even do Calvary a little favor. Yeah, that would be awesome. And they had Calvary Week Ten, which you know, not fun. Uh, <laughs> so you know, he, here's the deal: that they're in the playoffs. Coach Green knows how to get his guys ready. They, they're going to play sound defense. Um, they've got they've got you know the ability to run the football. They got Carpenter back there that can spin it, and he can 
make plays with their with his feet. And so, uh, you know, he, you know, hopefully they got out of that Calvary game healthy. I, I, I don't know how that thing went as far as, you know, if they had injuries or anything like that. But um, that, that game's in the past. It's in the rearview mirror. You know, they hit the reset button. Now they're in the playoffs. Um, you know, uh, I, you never know. I mean, it, it is one of those deals where uh, Loyola is tough to play. doesn't matter who they're playing. They play tough. And they do exactly as they're coached. And those are hard teams to beat. Well, I knew this would be our longest episode of the year. It's certainly uh, getting toward that point. We only have one more bracket left. It only has two local teams in it. And then we'll – I'm going to try to change it up here for our picks because I – I don't want to do picks really because we're going to one of us has to pick against our, our teams and I, I don't think that'll be fun for, for, for us. Um, but first, Division Four select. St. Mary's the sixth seed on a bye. They're awaiting the winner of Glenbrook and Sacred Heart. We talked about Reagan Smith. He's got the Apaches playing so well. They're hosting a playoff game here with a chance to then go to Natchitoches and play St. Mary's. I would assume that you're going to say Glenbrook loves where they are right here. No question. And <laughs> Reagan's sitting back enjoying every bit of this. Um, and yes, I'm sure he is aware of, um, you know, what could happen and who they could play, but he is 100% focused on this game. So, um, you know, I, I wish him the best. I, I, I'm, I, I'm excited for him and the season they've had. Um, and I want to see them get hot and get on a roll um, and make a deep run. All right. Me too. That's all the brackets. That's all eight of them in their, in their glory. Um, so here's what I think we should do. I think we should each pick a road team that we think will pull off the upset, a local okay. team that's going on the road. Um, and then maybe a home team that we think will, will, will hold serve. What do you think we should do for the third pick, though? That's where I'm drawing a blank. Let's pick two teams that we don't know anything about. Okay. Just so just like pick, pick – just, well, I'll, just, I'll just pick a – Okay. All right. All right, so You're first, just going to pick a two teams that are playing. Got it. Okay, first we'll do our road teams. I'll let you go first. I, I, I have a couple ideas where you're going to go. Yeah, I think Parkway goes on the road. And there we go. Friday, they'll chase. <laughs> there um, we go. You know, I, I, I'm not going to pick against the Panthers. Definitely not going to do that. Um, and and I think that that game is going to be one where it'll if it's close, um, you know, if it's close, it lends itself to Parkway just because of the special teams. Um, you know, uh, I, I think that's really the only the only thing that I see. Parkway can get their guys back healthy. I mean, they got some dudes that are banged up, um, but uh, this this game sets up really well for them. And and their uh, the way they play football will travel. So hopefully they can get their guys healthy. Uh, in, you know, for that game. Give me C. E. Bird on the road at Jesuit. You talked me into it with all your talk about their film and how they were stressing y'all out. This is see, on that's you. That's a smart pick. That's a smart pick. It's hard to prepare for. I don't care how how much you 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 don't see double wing triple option teams. You see eleven personnel spread teams, uh, and you see tempo. All right. Um, if you play bird and you do not play assignment football, or you have a weakness on defense, they're gonna find it. All right. And if you're not good on special teams, they're gonna flip the field. And that's what these really good teams like. You know, uh, Bird, Parkway, um, Shreve, th these teams that have really good uh, kickers, they can flip the field at yep. any point in time. You know, Murray can pin you, and you've got to go 80 yards on a kickoff, and you've got to go 75 to 90 yards on a punt. Like, I mean, he can pin you inside the five. Uh, that is very difficult. And so those aspects travel, and then you've got one week to figure out 
how to stop what bird is going to do and they really don't have a lot of tendency for you know tendency issues with their formations and their calls and so i'm giving you more information you want that was an excellent pick thank you i love all the information coach you could do we could do this all day except for the fact that our director keeps throwing stuff up in the prompter is to say, okay, let's go. We got some stuff to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> for home teams, this will be a little easier. Uh, hopefully we both get these right. Um, but I think that I should pick with my heart one last time. Give me the Raiders of Huntington. Woodlawn's coming to town from Baton Rouge. They know how to beat teams named Woodlawn. I know that's not a real stat, but I love the Raiders. Regardless of who's playing quarterback for them, I think they are so hot right now. I'm all over Huntington in round one. That's a good pick. Uh, that's, that's a quality pick. Um, so my, my question is, uh, is Manny at home or are they on a buy? I, I think they're at home, <laughs> they, right? Yes, they, they would be. They're, they're at home. And so you somebody's got to come to Manny <laughs> and beat them in the first round. And that wasn't your pick? <laughs> uh, did you see the graphic this week of, of most first, like, number one seeds and, and did you see that yeah like it was john curtis then manny um yeah i'm going with manny tigers <laughs> well look you were a little easy pick you were a little down off of your loss this past week so i just wanted to give you an easy one give you give you know sometimes you got to <laughs> see one go in the hoop you know what i mean um, i appreciate it thank you thank you for, for <laughs> yeah. hooking me up with a freebie as if you haven't been just <laughs> killing me all year um okay let's find our random game i think we should do a 16 17 for our random game. Sounds I think, good. I think that'll be good. All right. I'm trying to think of which ones you would not have seen film on. Um, actually, Bird and Jesuits are 16, 17. I forgot about that. Um, okay, here we go. Division four, non-select, Franklin and Grand Lake. Who you got? Franklin's at home. Oh, shoot. I know nothing about either team. There I we know go. Franklin. You want, you're going home team? Give me Grand Lake. Yeah. They're grand. Yeah. And, by a lake so that's that's the two things i know about them brands in their name i mean how could you not pick exactly that that's always a winner all right coach man that was awesome uh well we went about almost an hour at this point uh you got any closing thoughts um i know you're probably going to be on the road this week uh with the panthers correct um as of right now that's the that's the game plan um we've got uh you know potential uh road trip to uh arkansas saturday morning and so there's there's that um scheduling conflict and so we're trying to figure that out right now if not um if 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 i don't go you know follow the team down i'll be available to you know talk a little ball if you need me yeah for sure of course yeah just let me know uh as we as we get through we're, we're filming this on a tuesday so we do have some time um any closing thoughts for these teams as they as they head off into the postseason man i'm uh, you know just congratulations uh, uh you know you you've made it this far this is what you prepare for a uh, lot, lot of local teams have an opportunity to make big statements, and, and I'm wishing all the guys luck. I'm wishing Huntington luck as well, and Manny, and, and all, the other <laughs> ones, all the other ones there. I, know, I, sh I looked at – whatever. That's my brain doing what it does best. Huntington's going to win, and we're going to be fine. Okay, Coach, you're the man. <laughs> uh, always love having a chance to chat with you, and this was a nice little evening, man. I mean, a little hour of football yeah. talk really gets you going. I was off work yesterday, so I needed to get back in the mix – I'm officially back in the mix, thanks to you. Yes, sir. I always enjoy it, my man. Of course. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you listened all the way through to the end, thank you. You are a real trooper. We're here every week, every Thursday, to get you ready for another week of Friday Football Fever. Enjoy the playoffs, and we'll see you on Friday night.